You have tuned in to the smooth sounds of the Muffy Bradshaw Show. <laughs> Welcome as we take you down. <laughs> Actually, you been, did you practice that? That was like right off the cuff. That I don't is... even know. I've been listening to a lot of 107.3 lately. Welcome to your 30s. Is that it? That's it. Is that, that like the is... induction? That's when you know you're here. That is it. Well, Actually, you know what? Smooth jazz is lightweight. Like, I love smooth. I love jazz in general, but mm. one hundred seven point three the wave is a special. Shout out to one hundred seven point three the wave. Yes, shout out. And they don't have a lot of commercials either. They so don't. like, if you're like a channel surfer, you can always switch to that station, mm-hmm. and they'll always have a song. I agree. So we need to get like a sponsorship or something. We need like, to talk to them. One hundred seven three. They have the uh, what is it? The the Debonair. Oh, Vineyards. Yeah. yeah. They have yeah. the festival out there and everything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, so what's going on? Oh, man, um, a little bit of everything. You look very bundled up. I it's am, cold out there. It's, uh, if you guys don't know, it is probably um, negative 35 <laughs> degrees outside. Um, Miss <laughs> Bradshaw here and I had a discussion. And she seemed <laughs> I didn't to bring that up. Like, I was so I don't care. No, I don't care. Oh, my God. She is someone that's of the belief that just because it feels like negative 32 degrees outside, it's not actually negative 32 degrees outside. I challenge that to say if it feels like something, then 10 times, most, most of the time it is. Mm, okay. Yeah, so we had a debate off air, and I say, I listen... I listen to whatever the weather man or woman says, and technically it is negative four, but it may feel like negative thirty-seven. Yes, that is when, the difference. When it when you feel it on your skin, thus it is what it feels like. Okay, all right. So I guess the point the point of the story is is that it's cold in Ohio. It is very actually in the Midwest, right, B? Because yeah. it's pretty. So, um, it feels good to just be in a warm house, and that I'm grateful. I'm yeah, grateful. That's I a blessing. Definitely, definitely grateful, and um, we had to count those blessings, man. Yeah, we do. Definitely yeah, we definitely count. do. Um, so, we have a lot to catch up on. We missed you guys. I've and been gone for a little while. You man. have. I'm sorry, everybody. I mean, so, life happens. Life is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> life happens. So, I, yes. had to, I had to handle some things, but I'm back... You're back. back we have here. some good stuff today, too. We do. Mm-hmm. We have some good things coming. We have some good things coming. And really, really quick, uh, make sure that you're following my page, Muffy Bradshaw, and B's page. Um, inspired underscore by underscore greatness. Mine doesn't roll off as... <laughs> it doesn't roll off as, like, you know, catchphrase It's okay. But you know what? It's okay because um, you have some good things in the works. I do. So I'm excited about them, and you guys should be too. I don't know if we're going to go there yet. It's up to you. Not yet? No, we're not going to dive all the way in, but um, I definitely have some things in the works, uh, some things coming to fruition that I've been working on for a while. Um, I have to definitely uh, thank Miss Bradshaw. She lights fire. Um, so you, if you tell her you want to, if you tell her you have something that you're working on, you want to do, she is not going to let that rest. Yes. So, um, yes. She definitely is an accountability partner. I appreciate her for that. Yes. Yes. And you know, that brings me to say that even for like our listeners, like if something just cannot escape you, like if you have a vision or if you just have this desire to do something, do it. Like it, you don't have to have everything together. You don't have to have your perfect plan, but that first step that you take could take you 10 more steps so and I've had to learn that and it's so hard to think of ways you know reasons why we can't start something I've been there a million times but sometimes we have to take that leap yeah and it's scary because you're like oh my lord but but anyway so I'm excited and stay tuned for that and make sure that you're following us on social media definitely make sure you follow us on social media Make sure that you are tapped into the Muffy Bradshaw blog, the famous yes. oh award-winning ooh, ooh, Muffy ooh. Bradshaw blog. And um, actually, I mean, recently, well, if you are not, as of now, I would probably suggest doing so shortly or soon because I'm going to be... Can I share that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, um, I wish I had a drum roll. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, what I'm going to do is something a little special for all of our uh, Muffy Bradshaw 
podcast followers and individuals who are, um, you know, tapped into the Muffy Bradshaw blog is that um, I have a book excerpt. Yeah. Uh, for the upcoming book um, that I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about um, a new piece uh, that I have that I'm going to release um, on the uh, the Instagram page and mm-hmm. then the blog before I release it anywhere else. So because mm-hmm. of that, you guys are getting like VIP access, yes, VIP special treatment. So um, make sure you you know tap into that if you guys listen to the show. Um, the book excerpt is going to be released. Uh, the piece is going to it, the piece is entitled "Who Taught You How to Play." Mm. And let me can I just say something real quick? Go ahead, go ahead. So don't give it all away. I won't. I promise, I won't. But when I read the piece, um, it is, and it sounds so cliche, but it's so thought provoking because there are different ways to interpret the piece, and I think it just depends on where you are in relationships or just where you are in life. I mean, there are just so many different ways, and I remember I text you, B, and I was like, oh my god, this one line is very interesting, so maybe in a couple of future podcasts, we can ask our listeners just what their thought is on it, yeah. but it's, it's very thought-provoking. It's very, very good, and I like stuff that makes you have to think. Yeah. Like, I like, and I, I consider it a challenging read in a good way. Yeah. Because you kind of have to look at yourself like, oh, am I that person? I hope not. And you know, it's like, I, I love I, it. I don't want to tell too much about it, but like when I was writing and I was just, uh, so many pieces, or people ask me a lot of times, like, are you usually speaking in first person? Are you speaking about personal experiences? Are you speaking about the experiences of someone maybe that you were dating or what have you? Um, and it can sometimes be all of that. And I, I think I've kind of mentioned that before mm-hmm. on the podcast, but. Um, this piece was more from, I guess, from a third third party or just from a vantage point looking at um, a situation of two people that I know. Mm. Um, while I'm kind of more, um, I go tell too much of it, but looking <laughs> looking from that perspective and just seeing how um, how both of them kind of move and operate and how they evaluate where they are uh, within each other, within each other's lives mm-hmm. um, and how you know. Yeah, I'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. We'll leave it there. So, if I mean, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to read it. I'm excited for you guys to tap into it. Again, you guys are getting a release that um, my, my blog isn't getting yet. I know, it's getting awesome. a release that my Instagram page isn't getting yet. So, um, this is going to be specifically available for the uh, Muffin Beehive whoop, whoop. and the uh, blog. So, definitely yes. tap into that. Thank you. I'm excited. So, make sure that you guys keep an eye out for that. And... I feel like my segues are so bumpy, but y'all love us by now. Like, we can be bumpy. We can be a little messy. We're a little rigid. Because, what is this, episode 14? So we can can make mistakes and be okay in our mistakes, right? We in stride. We in stride. We're good. But, you guys, as you know, like, it's Sunday, so Valentine's Day is coming up in, oh my gosh, a couple of weeks, oh my god, wait, literally in like 15 days, or like 14 days, or 13 days. I'm so excited. So, and you know, I was, (laughs) so listen, you guys, so I literally shared the notes with B, and I'm like, see how I'm calling you B now so easily? Have you noticed that? It is rolling off the tongue. It is now. All right. So I was like sharing the notes, and I knew that he was going to give me a hard time about Valentine's Day just because we kind of have like a, a little banter with certain things. And I for sure knew that he was going to be like, really? But you didn't give me a lot of flack on Valentine's Day. I wasn't going to fight you on it. You know, I've, I've learned I have to pick my battles. Okay. I had to pick my battles. So I'm going to let you answer this before I, look, I delve into my thoughts on Valentine's Day. Are, do you celebrate, number one? Um, I do, I, here we go, do not celebrate, here we go, Valentine's Day. I'm of the <laughs> thought process that if I'm, if, if Valentine's Day is to signify how you celebrate and, and show and display love for your significant other, my argument is why am I not doing that any day? Here, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna let you live today. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, you, you know, if if I'm if it's no, but I do. See if that I'm day, if, if 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 February 14th is the day that um, you know, that we are we are just encapsulating, I'm showing you that my you know my affection mm-hmm. for you. Why can't I just skip all the traffic? Mm-hmm. Skip the two hour waits on tables at dinner. 
Skip uh, empty store to buy you this. Skip the inflation and prices for gifts. Skip all of this stuff. I know. I'm what sorry. are y'all thinking right now? I'm killing y'all buying. What are y'all right thinking sorry, right now? Oh my god. Let's think about it. Think about what this day really is and who is to benefit. This this is this is for Big Brother. This you you happy you telling Big Brother Happy Valentine's Day. So <clears throat> look, I'm choked up. I couldn't get my I'm choked up. Did you guys hear me? I'm like I couldn't get my words out. Excuse me. I'm just, you know. <laughs> so wait a minute. I, I need to like backtrack a little mm-hmm. bit because I'm sure because you know we get like a lot of like inbox messages. Mm-hmm. Like wait a minute. What did you mean? So I need to backtrack for our listeners and for myself. Okay. So what are you saying, B? Like you, so you don't like to celebrate. However. I don't like to, I don't like to celebrate on this said day that I'm being told to do it. Anti-establishment. I'm anti-establishment. In, in in regards to many things. So while I can show you all of this in, on any day and on multiple days, I don't necessarily want to have to do it on that same, on that day, you know, where, like I said, you just, it, it, for me, it just gets to be annoying. It's frustrating. Like I said, you got the traffic. I don't want to wait two hours for a table. Like okay. the inflation on prices for stuff is just, it's, it's obnoxious. So what if the person that you're with, that's a holiday that's special to the person? Would you concede on some things? Absolutely. So if it were up to you in your own devices, Mm -hmm. you would ideally not like to celebrate. You would just like to show your love on different days. It doesn't necessarily have to be marked by Valentine's Day. Correct. Mm, Okay. Um, all right. I don't really have anything else to say. If that's how you feel, stand in your, stand in your, your, um... What am I trying to say? Stand in your. I mean, it's, it's a it's a soapbox. I want to say peace, but that, that doesn't make sense. I don't stand. I don't stand on too long because I can have that you know that firm thought process, and at the end of the day, if my significant other ten times out of ten celebrates that day, so I end up celebrating. Have you ever had an enjoyable Valentine's? I've day? had many many enjoyable Valentine's. Day. Do you have any expectations from the person you're with on Valentine's Day? Honestly, be honest. I don't. Because I don't, I, it's not a day that I that I personally celebrate. So anything that I get, whether it's a, a box of chocolates or a bracelet or you know what have you know, it's a dinner or whatever, it's I'm thankful because that's something extra that I didn't expect and mm-hmm. I didn't ask for on a day that I don't celebrate. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like it's fair for the person you're with or the people that you have been with in the past to put certain expectations on that day? I think it's fair. Okay. Because it means something to them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, if I know that you're a, a you know, a, a Valentine's Day celebrator, mm-hmm. then I have no problem, you know, conforming, assimilating, I guess. But That's fair. I think that's fair. And you're, you're allowed to have... People are allowed to have their stance on holidays. Yeah. And I feel like that's at least you're meeting the person, not even in the middle, you're just conceding. So, right. I think that's fair. Because it's, it's not that much of a... It's a day. I have had really bad Valentine's Days, actually. Really bad Valentine's Days. Mm-hmm. And this is my thing with Valentine's Day. I work up, like, things in my head sometimes. <laughs> and I, I have certain expectations with things. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that Now, was here's my thing. So, as you guys know, actually, you know what? I've been wanting to tell you guys this, but... I'm not sure if our listeners know, like, our relationship past patterns. Like, so for me, you guys may not know this, but I really haven't had, like, a lot of serious long-term relationships in my adult year. Well, it's not really serious when you're not an adult. But so I will say that, like, if I just count from college to present day, um, I don't know. I don't want to, like, have this huge lapse in time on the pod, but I'm, I'm just going to say, like, four Maybe like four serious, serious long-term relationships I've had. See, I don't, I don't think that that's a small amount. Um, when I compare it to other people, like I, I'm definitely in the lower tier. That just makes me say that they are having. Careful, <laughs> careful! You may not say that. Right. I mean, let me, let me say careful, that. careful. Let me, let me not say that, but. <laughs> They just may have been, they may have had more shorter term serious relationships. Yes. So, 
Out of those, out of those, <laughs> see, you see how I got you? I got I'm you. I'm glad you stopped uh, me. I got you. I'm glad you stopped no, me. Um, no, but in all, seriousness, in all seriousness, so just so you guys have an idea. Um, so I will say, out of all of those times, I had, actually, I've had, okay, so I take that back. They've been 50-50. I've had good experiences with Valentine's Day, and I've had bad experiences. All right, so tell me your worst, No. You still start good. Tell me your best <laughs> Valentine's Day that you can remember. Um, so I'm going to tell you this. Okay, so my best Valentine's Day was when he doesn't listen to this, so I, I don't have to worry about, like, pumping his head I'm up. Say, you should pump his head up. You're going to stop this. I mean, I'm just you saying. Got, why? Why not? No, absolutely not. See, so, that's what's wrong with that. <laughs> no, so anyway, so it was actually really good because the person I was with, he um, was a consultant, mm-hmm. so he would have to travel various places, mm-hmm. okay? So for Valentine's Day, he just happened to be in L.A., mm. So he ended up flying me out to LA and then we had a whole weekend and we drove to Vegas mm. and it was actually really, really, really fun. Okay. Now I'm going to own this. This is when I was a little bit younger. It wasn't that long ago, but, um, so that was fun. Like I liked that. And so that was the weekend. Like okay. that was Valentine's day weekend. So we didn't technically spend Valentine's day together. We, cause I flew back. Like I had to go back to work. Don't you make that face? Because that, that was you could have left that out. But listen, and this is I'm look, we gotta be real, right? Gotta we have to vi- be gotta we, kill his vibe. No, here's the thing. So I'm I'm gonna own my ish. And um so it wasn't so anyway, my point is you guys. So like that last day, mm-hmm. um, I was expecting something tangible, like a gift exchange, right? Ah. And Oh, no, 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 wait. I have to walk back, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I ended up going back to Ohio. And so the day, um, I was like, okay, I'm looking for things. Like, okay, I wonder what he's going to get me for the actual day. And he did get me something. Like, he got me um, a card, which was nice. Okay. And he, like, did it in his, you know... His language, it was really sweet, and I had to, I like the fact that I had to kind of, like, figure out what it meant, and tr- so that was kind of romantic to me. Okay. Um, and he gave me a teddy bear, and that was, and that was okay, right. but I was just like, oh, you know, I kind of did expect something else. I'm just being 100% honest, and I am a little embarrassed to admit that to you guys, but I was, but in my mature, my mature self says that I probably should have just been grateful for the whole like weekend don't give me that like i know it was a little bit i'm much. just imagining myself but i didn't say anything to him though like not. i didn't because i was just like well you know i'm grateful for it so i knew it was kind of like me being like uh but that was still one of my best valentine's days i'm imagining myself and valentine's day is coming up and a young lady is like you know what i'm gonna fly you out to la <laughs> and we spend we spend a weekend together, and we drive to Vegas, and we it do all nice. these things. It was and nice. It, and then when I get home, she butters me up, and she buy, she gives me a card, puts a little you know nice little romantic staying in there, and and a, te- and a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm in love at that point. Yes, and it was still my best. But I have to be real; like that was my. Best one, and there I should not have a butt, but that was just like okay. But that goes to show that I was having like all these expectations, and I mm. wasn't living in the moment. Like I maybe I didn't imagine this would be my Valentine's Day, but it was still good nonetheless. And so I think from that point on, I just kind of told myself stop like having all these expectations and just enjoy the moment, enjoy the person. Okay. Um. So it was still good. I had a great time. Um. He was actually one of my more romantic boyfriends like get, he would literally get me flowers for our month anniversary like he laid it on thick shout and i out, loved it shout out to the brother yeah so he gets he gets major kudos for that does he have a pseudo name no nah, we're not gonna do that Ooh. <laughs> right. we're not gonna do that but anyway i digress don't judge me y'all listen i like the trip to vegas and like i was it was still my best valentine's day you mean i ain't get no diamonds right right you mean no diamonds <laughs> you know how y'all do man don't you love me into that yeah. but anyway so yeah so what about you have you ever had like a very memorable 
Valentine's Day. Uh, I feel really bad for saying this, and mm. I don't know if any sit in it. It's all right. You know, um, if my former self and those individuals that you know maybe I spent that I spent Valentine's Day with or what have you, I just feel like any Valentine's Day that I did I did or spent. I actually had to do for the most part. Like I mm. got good gifts. Mm. Um, I remember getting <laughs> gifts that were, you know, at the time probably were very, you know, nice or mm-hmm. something. What? What like details be like? What? Like what gifts did you get for Valentine's I mean, Day? Maybe like a coat, a, you know, a jacket or some okay. shoes. Or, oh, that's all good gifts. Yeah, I mean, definitely no, you know, no, no, like slack on that on that end. But mm-hmm. um, you did most of the planning. I feel like I, I did most of the planning and and. <laughs> Go I'm, ahead. Don't I'm just kidding. No, because I'm thinking like if, if it was something more and it was actually a really phenomenal Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. I'm imagining people be like, this is ungrateful. Mm. You know, so if if it was, I'm sorry, you know, whomever, I, for, I forgot. <laughs> so that's a no. So evidently they weren't memorable and that's okay. It is what it is. We have to be, you know. You know. Um, okay, so someone is essentially sliding in my DMs right now. Uh-oh. No, it's really not. It's just my friend. Okay. I, I just wanted to be dramatic. Of course. If you guys heard that um, that buzz. Okay, so no. Um, so yeah, I guess I say that to say that um, I think with my past relationships in Valentine's Day, I don't have any expectations <laughs> at this point. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. And if you guys listen to the pod, if you guys are like some of the original um, listeners, you guys know that I actually broke up with someone on Valentine's Day. So my Valentine's Days have been um, lackluster, to say the least. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's hear. I want to hear from you guys. Maybe we'll put up a poll. Can you guys answer our polls, pretty please, with sugar on top? And you know what? Also, um, what we're going. I mean, if you guys can even leave information on the posts. Like I know we had a yes. post we have uh, posted up, and we got some pretty good information on the poll. And we actually got some good information on the post. So thank you for everybody who actually responded, even with some of their personal information. I know that was good. It was good to see some of those mm-hmm. and that participation. But yeah, I mean, the more good you know, point. the more information that you guys give us, you guys mean I know this, but it gives us, um, it gives us kind of like information mm-hmm. and, and things to kind of go from to even incite new topics and new conversations. Yes. So, you know, feel free to just kind of, you know, get personal with us. You know, yes. we, we getting personal with y'all. Like, don't <laughs> don't hesitate. Don't, don't hesitate. Sh- don't get shy. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay, so <laughs> moving on to the next thing we want to talk about. I, oh, maybe that's what I should. I think I have a poll idea. But anyway, so we have actually B... Text me one day, and you know that we've talked about the love languages on the show a ton of times, and B actually texted me something about apology languages. Have you guys ever heard of those? Apology languages. It, it was um, pretty interesting to me, so I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar, well, I know you guys are familiar with mm-hmm. um, the love languages. five love languages. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are, um, okay, I think I know these by heart. They're, they're touch, they're acts of service, or physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation, gifts, Liv's favorite. No, I'm teasing. She really, that is not her favorite love language. Is it but your I, favorite love no, language, Liv? No, it's really not, but I said that on a, on a, like a pod a while ago, and I thought it was so funny because she gave me the, the funniest look. Um, gifts and, um. Acts of service. I think I said acts of service. Um. Shoot, you guys. Y'all know. It's on our page. So look at that. I'll tell you now. It's acts of yeah, service, quality mm-hmm. time, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, and receiving gifts. And I know this because my top language. What? Boom. Is acts of service. Really? I, do we know that? Did y'all know that about Mr. Cherry? I, I don't, don't think, think we knew that. I don't think you guys knew that. Okay, so we got to segue a little bit. I feel like we... My eye is twitching. Oh my God. Why is my... Y'all, listen. Can I... Should I tell them about the Uber? No, please. Okay, fine. You don't... You guys don't want to know. It's terrible. It's, it's not a good... To- we're going to... We're, we're riding good waves of energy eyes. right now. All right, so fine. Go ahead. So tell us... So what, what is a quality or what is an act of service to you? So act of service to me is when you either can relieve me from something that I've had to do or maybe it's like a thought... Or, cause like for me, my days are so jam packed with stuff going on, whether it's like 
something I'm thinking about or having to do is you know, pertaining to my son or like work gets really jam packed or mm-hmm. you know something that I'm I'm been thinking about or a direction I want to take as far as something I'm writing or something with the book or something with family or something with anything. Mm-hmm. So like when when it's like you know hey I get home from work and finally get actually to sit down mm-hmm. and it's like hey you know what I realized you had a long day like I already made you dinner mm-hmm. you know or hey look I realize um you know, you you were you were trying to organize this earlier, you know, and I just went ahead and kind of finished this. If mm-hmm. it's not how you want it, let me know. Like just jumping out there and doing something that really kind of helps relieve me from what I had to do. Right. That that for me kind of lets me know that we're that you're that you get me. Right. That you're you know in it, in this in a sense of partnership, and um, that you desire to free me of whatever that is whether it's just mental pressure or just the mm-hmm. physical pressure or constraints of having to do something after i'm already finished my long day mm-hmm. so um mm-hmm. i love that you know yeah. that's, that's just that's kind of how i am gifts are dope don't get me wrong but they lose value shortly <laughs> you know nice pair of shoes awesome but mm-hmm. you know i i i destroy shoes I'm hard on shoes too. I'm really hard on shoes. Yeah. Um, I'm not big with jewelry. Like I no. own like one necklace. You have like a minimalistic style. I don't yeah, know. Most like, of you guys have seen Mr. Cherry, but yeah, he's I'm not, not a, really. A, I'm not a name brand dude. I'm more like when mm-hmm. I see it, I like it. I like how it looks. I like how it pairs. So acts of service. Acts of service. Okay. So did you have a close second or not? See. Well, go ahead. Because I'm gonna I was quality gonna time my was my quality time was my close second. Okay. Acts of service and quality time were like one away um Mm -hmm. and that makes sense to me because if i really if i really dig you and i really enjoy you and your presence and your Mm -hmm. energy then i really want to i really want to um soak up as much time in that space as possible Mm -hmm. so it doesn't mean that we're necessarily have to be doing something together Mm -hmm. like i can be you know watching a documentary or something or watching Mm -hmm. tv and you can be reading a book or vice versa presence of someone being in your presence Mm -hmm. like that's that that's a value to me um, you know, but not like, you know, I'm sitting here, you know, and you just on social media jamming it up. That's, That's a little different, but I That's mean, you know, occupying the same space and spending that time or quality mm-hmm. time or even doing something together. That's a value to me. Okay. Yeah, mine fluctuates so much, you guys, and you guys know this. Um, I really don't know. I feel like what I lacked in my last relationship becomes like a huge, um, like a huge, I don't know. Um, something that I look for basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's access service is huge for me too. Sometimes it's physical touch. Sometimes it's words of affirmation. Like it just depends. But with that said, B told me about the apology languages and that's going to be on our page. So make sure that you look on our page. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. And the apology languages is essentially the same premise as the love languages. And it's how you like someone to apologize to you. So I don't know if B, you well, want to. Yeah, I'll go ahead and explain okay. it. So um, if, if you guys are familiar with the love languages at all, Gary Chapman is the author. And uh, what he did was he kind of went with the premise that um, you are with the apology languages um, you're, he's trying to get you to essentially to understand that or look at it in the sense of um, you and the other person have a relationship in which it is in both in, in both your best interest to maintain a respectful and considerate attitude. Mm-hmm. In other words, if the relationship is damaged in some way by the other person, assume that the relationship is important enough that you feel it necessary to receive the other person's apology when he or she has offended you. Also, assume that the offender is aware of his or her offense because you have expressed your hurt in some noticeable and direct way. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very important. Um, the book kind of goes into, you know, elaborates on all of the different um, ways and, and what have you. Mm-hmm. But similar to the love language, um, you know, series or what have you, right. you took the love language test. There is an apology language test. Right. And, and, and that's essentially what um, I ended up coming into the information with. And I was like, you know what? This is really useful, too. This is useful because mm-hmm. we all don't apologize the same way. We don't apologize the same way. And just for our listeners who just who may be driving and you don't have access to your phone, let me just read the apology languages really, really quick. Yeah. So... 
Expressing regret, and we don't have to go into details. Y'all know what that means. You're mm-hmm. expressing regret, accepting responsibility, making restitution, genuinely repenting, and requesting forgiveness. So those are all. <laughs> I feel like I'm all of them. I want you to apologize in all the in ways all you can. The ways. No, but those are the one, two, three, four, five apology languages. So, B, and you were saying you have to take a test. You have to take a test, mm-hmm. and um. For those, and I, I, we're going to post a link, I'm assuming. We're going to post a link because I think it's very important. I think just like the love language, and I know everybody in their mama, literally my mom was like the <laughs> largest advocate. Gary Chapman should actually pay her. <laughs> but she had everybody in our entire family take the love language mm-hmm. test. And it made sense because it explains so many people in our family and how they receive and give love. So we able to better, we were able to better understand one another. Um, but I think this is equally of value because, like we said, like when 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 you are looking at a relationship and it's not just a, a relationship in a romantic space, but he's, he's saying family friends. And when you look at, and when you take the test, um, you'll see like the, even the scenarios are framed in a way where it's not just a romantic in nature, a, a relationship that's romantic in nature. Mm-hmm. It's a family, it's with family members, it's mm-hmm. with coworkers, it's with, um, you know, sisters, brothers, um, people you interact, people with, you interact on with on a daily basis, mm-hmm. but equally with your romantic partner. And and what's most important about it is that you're you're looking at each scenario because the scenarios change through each question. But you have to keep in a mindset or keep in a headspace that you have a desire to keep the relationship. Mm-hmm. So you know, and the relationship means very much to you. And and again, that the person who um, has expressed their hurt. Um, in some noticeable and direct way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's important to understand that you're not looking at a scenario where someone's vague as far as what they've done or done wrong. Like, no, it's been very direct what the offense was. It's very direct that you want to keep and maintain the relationship. So there's not a question. So if, if you're thinking about it in a romantic relationship sense, you're not talking, you're not thinking about it in the sense of, hey, well, look, this dude, I'm about to drop him anyways. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how he responds to me. You mm-hmm. know, this is someone that you want to keep, you know, family members that you don't want to sever that relationship, business partner that you don't want to sever things and how the, how you would prefer that they apologize to you because we all receive it differently. So, so- so as she was going through everything, um, mm-hmm. all the different types of languages, it's important to understand, like, you know, making restitution. Some people hear that and they're like, ah, what does that even mean? Um, as you guys will see, but just a quick little piece to that is when a, when you when you hurt a family member, a friend or spouse's feelings, restitution, restitution isn't about returning something that was stolen. It's about reassuring the other person that they are loved. Mm-hmm. That's somewhat important because... If you've hurt me in a way to where it's not a matter of something that I've lost, you you can't necessarily return it to me because I haven't lost anything. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing is providing that reassurance that even though this happened, even though I did this to you in this way, it's important that you understand and know that I still love you. Some people need that. Um, yeah. You know, going to I, I I some people need that. So no, some people do need that. <laughs> and um really quickly be tell the tell our listeners what you what your apology language is. So my apology language, which I thought was pretty interesting, um my my top I had two that mm-hmm. they tied. So it, Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 two yeah. That tied. And it, it makes sense when I really thought about it as I answered the questions. Um the top two were accept responsibility and genuinely repent. Mm-hmm. And I really think that those were applicable for me because um, I'm very adamant about ensuring that when some, when when uh, one of my biggest pet peeves and any and, and ever since I was a was a kid was to don't tell me that I'm a liar. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I have not lied now, granted, if I've lied, then I lied. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if I have not lied, or if I've told the truth, or what mm-hmm. have you. Or if, if I didn't do something, mm-hmm. don't say that I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's really, that's a, a big pet peeve of mine. So in your relationship, has that like come up where you just feel like you're not getting? It's, that's come up in a lot of, a lot of ways and in, in different relationships. But what it's, what I think if there's any kind of consistent um, piece to it all is that and um, some of the relationships that have failed, it's been pointed that. I was or this action was or something that nature that I was somewhat at the at the you know the the wheel of was the reason that this relationship failed and while I know that like that's not accurate. Right. I know that's inaccurate and, mm-hmm. and the reason I know that's inaccurate is because for these individual reasons that were not 
of that were not the fault was not mine. Yeah. You know, like if if I did wrong, mm-hmm. I'm gonna accept that I did wrong. You're gonna own it. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna own it. Like I'm I'm at this point at mm-hmm. this age, like it's pointless to not do that. Right. But I need people to do the same thing, and I don't see that. I have in some of the relationships that I've had in the previous, um, in, you know, previous times, I wasn't seeing that, and so that was a frustrating piece to mm-hmm. me. What could have made that relationship either end in a more peaceful. Um, amicable way where we could have maybe potentially maintained some level of friendship right. was if they accepted responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, say, look, you know what, hey, these things have happened to me. I haven't managed these emotions from my, from previous situations, previous mm-hmm. relationships, previous marriages, what have you. I haven't I haven't healed from these things. Right. And I understand that in, in me not healing, I've projected that onto you mm-hmm. and potentially framed things to make it seem as if you did this even though you really didn't. And while I understand that was maybe tacky or wrong, what have you, I'm accepting the fact that I did that and I want you to know that I'm accepting that. That means the world to me. Right. The world to me, you know? No, I, I get it. Um, no, I, I get that. Um, but you took the test too, though. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And just, I, you know, here's my thing, you guys, with apologies. I, I think that they're important. Okay. I think that if you are, no matter what your apology language is, I think that if you're even able to apologize, that means a lot. And that you are effectively communicating. That's true. Um, Because to me, when I say apology, I don't mean like, I'm sorry, dang, like, it's not that. It's a genuine, it's a genuine apology where you are, you know, expressing remorse. So, I would like to give you guys a little snippet of my te- well, I'll give you it all because I, I actually did not tie like you, but my main one I think was genuinely repent. <laughs> that makes me laugh because I think it's funny. But I really do want you to genuinely repent, mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're chasing, like, you know, those movie scenes where they're running after you in the rain. Wait, wait, I'm so, you know, I don't need all of those theatrics. I think you need that. <laughs> I have a little much, but you know, people love me. You need that. No, but I mean, genuinely expressing repent is important to me because, number one, I feel like it kind of holds you accountable for what you did. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, genuine, you're genuinely repenting means that you really truly understand that you hurt me. Yes. And I, I get that maybe that wasn't your intent, but intent has nothing to do with how it made me feel. Right. So I feel that that is... For me, the, just the quintessential of really, because when I'm upset, I have a hard time moving on from things, and I own that. Like, I'm just, I can be just very, like, I'm still in my feelings, literally. Like, I'm still in my feeling of being upset, hurt, angry, all of the above. Mm-hmm. So, I think that repenting is the easiest way to get me to be a little more receptive to what you have to say. Um, I was in a relationship with someone who was very good at apologizing. And this is not, and when I say apologizing, this isn't someone who was out in the streets. These were things that I feel like he was honestly maybe incapable of doing just from because we had different backgrounds and there's just a lot of external variables. And he would always say what was wrong. Like, I know, I'm going to do this. And, but it wasn't, I feel like it just wasn't, I feel like, number one, he was incapable, which is a whole nother thing, if you're incapable. And I'm not saying that in a condescending way. Some people no, just don't a, I mean, look a at things real way, yeah. as a very real thing, and you just are not seeing the things that I see and vice versa. But it was still just kind of like a formality, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't want an apology to be a formality. I want it, right. to, be, I want it to be something sincere. Because it lacks, it lacks sincerity when it's not heartfelt. And if it's just, if, it's, if you're spewing it out of formalities then it's like it, you can really kind of keep that and i think that's kind of what um uh, i like that chapman kind of mentioned that as he was kind of as they were explaining like the different um or expounding on what they mean when they were saying the different le- the different types of apologies because he mentioned one thing as it pertains to genuine repenting and he said mm-hmm. you make a plan to ensure success that's like right. as you were as you were saying that you know i wronged here mm-hmm. Not only did I wrong here, 
this is my plan for success and how I'm going to ensure that I'm not going to, this won't happen again. Yes. Yeah. You know? yep. That, that, that holds a, a, that holds a lot, a large weight versus kind of the, Hey, I know I did wrong or, right. you know, I know I could have been better here or what have <sighs> you, but you know, yeah. Like what actions are you doing to back that up? <clears throat> exactly. You know? Yeah. So, um, I challenge you guys to take that. It's a lengthy quiz, but it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> it's now, a long now, quiz. Let me, let me say this, brothers, you know, fellas, it's I know long. how we do, man. We have, a short attention span um <laughs> you know it's it's, long. it's about a 20 minute question oh, it's about easily. a 20 minute quiz easily you yeah. know so um if if you are a, if you are a guy ladies if you are um a woman who like look 10 minutes in i ain't getting paid for this i know um, you, you know, gotta finish it you gotta, you gotta fight, it, the fight, fight, fight the, the fight fight the long fight and it's 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 interesting because as you continue to go on like it really you'll really find that each each question is really a scenario mm-hmm. you know it's not just like Oh, how do you feel like this? Strongly agree, dis, you know, agree, mm-hmm. disagree, strongly mm-hmm. disagree. It's not one of those type of, of quizzes. It literally gives you a, a real life scenario that you can apply mm-hmm. to your life. And then you look at each one of those answers and you're going to sit back and think like, man, well, actually all of these apply. They do. And you know what I'm thinking, B? Like as we were talking about the apology quiz, I wonder how many of us have actually really genuinely apologized and talked about <clears throat> how um, they understand how they hurt someone and vice versa. Like how many people genuinely sit down and have dialogue about their hurt? I, I don't. I can say that I have... I have had a genuine conversation mm-hmm. about hurt that I've put on someone, like mm-hmm. that I've caused someone, and <clears throat> um, that was a hard conversation. Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't make you look good. It doesn't. But it really doesn't. I um, think that it's needed. It is, and I I needed to I needed to get that out because I realized as I was watching that person um, hurt. You know mm. that they deserved more explanation than mm-hmm. I would than I wasn't giving. Right. So right. you know I had to kind of man up and say, look, you know what? I know I told you this, and and transparent in what I told you, mm-hmm. but you know I owe you more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I owe you a deeper apology. I owe you a deeper explanation. I mm-hmm. owe you, you know, a sincere regret. You know, you need to understand that, like, yes, I did this. You know, conscious mind. You're what yes. Everything. Like I, I, I consciously did this. I didn't. Int- I didn't do this with the intent to hurt you, though. Sorry, guys. You know, and and I think that's that. It, sometimes when you're hurting, it's hard to it's hard to like really get that. It is hard to get that when you're mm-hmm. hurting because when when we hurt, we're just fixated on ourselves and our feelings and how we don't feel good, and we don't realize the negative implications it could have on your partner yeah. or your relationships. So I want to add, like, I'm just wondering with our listeners, what about you guys? Like, when was the last time you genuinely sat down and apologized for for hurting someone and really owned your part in it? And what does that circle back to be my favorite phrase? Self-reflection, emotional intelligence. That is like, I feel like the underlying theme of what we talk about every single episode. Because it's just, and I'm actually thinking, when's the last time that I genuinely apologized in all reality? I'm like, I can't even think if I thought a little bit longer, I could think of something, but nothing comes to my mind. Well, it may be because you don't, you may not have thought that you've done anything wrong. I mean, that's true. Um, honestly, yeah, I, that's a good challenge for myself. Just thinking, can you think of the last time that you genuinely apologized? The last time, I- not a time, but the last time. Yeah. yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like I can. So I'm curious. So I'm curious for you guys. And what did that look like? And after you take the quiz, you know, I, I just wonder if you would look at it differently. Because even when you get an apology, you know, you're like, yeah. eh. So I think it like, and I'm so glad that be mentioned the quiz because it just opens up just a new way to communicate. Yeah. And a new way to be... Just to understand where other people are coming from. Because I think even after you get a better understanding of how you best receive apologies, mm-hmm. as you then can look and look at that, and even look at the other man, uh, the other different ways. Again, following the premise of the book, it may help you better understand how you apologize. Yes. You yep. Know? And think about and see. See, this is the thing about like mental health and emotional. Everything is like it's full circle. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't a person who was 
was raised with, you know, maybe like your parents didn't necessarily apologize when they made a mistake mm. or, I mean, all of this is interconnected. So that has a, you know, so there's just, and what about be the people who don't apologize? Yeah. Like, so it's just there are like people these, who just don't apologize. There are people who don't apologize and that is scary. I don't think I could ever, I feel like that would be a red flag. <laughs> like I need, like accountability is huge. I need that. And that is mm. a non-negotiable. I um, have a poll. Ooh, what? So, I'm glad you just mentioned that. Yeah. Certain things are like red flags. You know, we see certain things or we hear certain things or certain things about partners are like red flags. Green flags. What are what green, is a flags. green flags? Yeah, green flags. That was good. Look at you in your segue. That was yeah, beautiful. Hey, I'm learning. Beautiful. I'm learning. That was good. Um, yeah, so... I was reading, and I never heard of a green flag. I've never heard of a green flag until you said it. Yeah, so a green flag is just the opposite. So we all, we talk about red flags all the time. All, all the time. time, right? And I'm like, okay, that's... He got have, two kids. What that's you, a red you know, flag. You know uh, what? He don't drive. What? No, no, that's a red flag. He don't you know, work hard enough. Mr. Chair, you gonna stop this. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna stop this. It's a, I don't know if you guys listen to Do I mock y'all? You don't, but see look. that's wrong. <laughs> see, I've been. Excuse me. You all right? Sip some. You you all I mean, right? I don't know. It's look. it's negative thirty two degrees oh outside. My gosh. I can't even breathe. And I, you know what? Okay. Listen what I was going. Oh, listen to that. <laughs> listen to her because she like, called me out. It's just wine. Sure. Well, I, B, you um, got kids like that. You were gonna think I just not wine. No, what I was gonna say is <laughs> there is um. There's a church that I listen. There's a pastor in a church that I, you know, listen to. Like I, I'm not trading on my church. Uh, I know pastors listen to this. I love y'all. Hey, hey, hey y'all. Hey, hey, I love y'all. I love, Hallelujah. Love South Euclid. Um, but there's a pastor, um, Reverend Mike Todd, with Trans- mm. Transformation Church. Okay. Um, they're in like Tulsa, Oklahoma, something like that. Okay. Dude is a, a phenomenal pastor, but he's funny. I like that. So every time that, every time that he he goes into this, he does this voice like. Is that your voice? You but I'm, I realize that I do it too. You do, and you know you gonna stop that. You gonna stop like, mocking us it, like that? I can't have. I can't no, help funny, it. You know because we have so many examples of how y'all. How you y'all you gonna stop lumping us? I know that much. I mean, see, look, see. I did it, didn't I? Boom. A little bit. Mic drop. <laughs> And that's where I get it from. Like, I just, it's, I, y'all get to this, y'all don't even know it. Y'all go, like, zero dark 30 into this, like, uh-uh, what? Like, oh, nose, voice. Okay. Neck. Your neck, head tilts, you know, I did fingers just do that, snap, y'all, for those, everything. You know. it go, it, you just get into this. It's, it's cultural, that's all I can say. But anyway, um, so a green flag <laughs> is something that gives you the go. Like, you know, green light. Green light. So, so let's just all put ourselves in a scenario. Okay. And let's imagine that we are, like, individually. All of us are on dates. And the date, you know, you're, you know it's the first date. Mm-hmm. And it's going moderately well. Okay. And you are have... Are we attracted to the person? Well, we're... that's the thing. I'm not sure yet. Well, I'm sure if it's going well, you're... Tra- Ooh, that brings me back to another topic we have to cover, B. Okay. But we'll get back to that. Let's bookmark that. All right. So, you're on this date, date, and the date went really well. Mm-hmm. So, in order for a date to go well, what would be some of your green flags? What would be like, oh my goodness, I am. I want this I want this person to text me back. I can't stop thinking about this person. These are all of my green flags. What are they? Number one for me. What? Number two for me. What? Because number one is she has to be attractive. Can we... Y'all know what we do. Can we just... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go That's ahead. That's like a... We'll book... Is that we'll bookmark that. I think so. Because y'all are going to get tired of us not covering what we're supposed to be covering. Okay, well... But number we'll bookmark one, that. She, I must find her attractive. So what makes a woman attractive to you? Some people say they don't have a type. It's I about don't. someone's essence. <clears throat> that gets on my nerves. I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that gets on my nerves. <laughs> not you. Not you. But it gets on my nerves when I hear that because you know what my automatic thought is? What? My automatic thought is that you do have a type. It may not be a physical type, but you are not like, you have something you're attracted to and you have a commonality in probably all of the women that you've dated. There has to be. That's the assumption that there's some commonality. Like, usually. And they may be basic, they may be defaulted commonalities, like intelligence or. 
Okay, fine. That's your commonality. Attractive. But then that, the, which is why that's number one. Hey, she is visually appealing. Number two, which is my green flag. Now, if she has one and two, I want to call back off gate. And number two is wit. So she that's your type. So you have you you need attractive. someone who's attractive and smart. That is your type. Attractive is a default. You have to be attracted to the person. Right. So you have a type. You like smart women. Yes. See, that's what I'm saying, y'all. Like people have a type. But it may not be physical. I mean, some people listen. Like this is real, you guys. Some people prefer like funny women versus. I that was a poll. <gasps> that was a poll we didn't talk about, but there was a poll I put up. There, I was like, do you prefer funny, or do you prefer someone who's very smart? Gosh, you guys, I think the most of you all, this was a couple of months ago, but most of you all said that you would prefer someone funny. Than smart. Yes. Now, in all fairness, a lot of those, a lot of people who said funny were women. A couple of them were men. Uh, a lot of people who said smart were, um, well, it was kind of off-skewed a little bit. So, the people who said smart, a couple of them were men, a couple of them were women. So, it was kind of split. But anyway, I digress. I, I digress. So wait, wait a minute. So you know, you personally know. I don't have to expose anybody. <laughs> you personally know women who would prefer a man to be funny than smart. That's how they answer the poll. Yes, and and you know what? In all fairness, B, I did get a couple of inbox messages where people were like, "Oh, this is tough. It's tough. It's tough. That's it's tough." tough. For people. But here's the thing, B. Like, I am very attracted to smart men. I that is I need to be able to hold a conversation. I don't need you to be, yeah, it's another thing. But I need someone who's funny, too. And in all honesty, you guys, I don't know how I would answer the poll. If I had to pick one thing. Well, okay, I would pick smart. I can't front. I think I would pick smart. I can't front. I'm going to pick smart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, like, not even a question. But here, so what do you guys think? Now that we have more listeners and more followers, what do you guys think? Would you? But you can only choose one thing. Because and you are you're choosing one thing based on the fact that you already find them attractive. But here's the thing, B. Like, Physically appealing. But here's the thing, B. Like you, I want to have fun too. Like I have a sense of humor. You can have if if you are physically appealing, and you're smart. I'm pretty sure we can have fun. No, B. Those are totally independent. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying that. If what you mean have fun? Anyway, I'm, that sounds real suspect. I mean, I, what I, you mean? I, I'm I, talking I, about funny, like cracking jokes, like <clears throat> but sending me me. Like, listen, y'all. Like, I feel like this is a personal conversation. We just happen to be recording right now. This is, oh, this, <laughs> this is what we do off air, by the way. The, this is how it really. This is, is how it really is off air. But listen, like I want. I want my man to send me memes. Like I want, I want to laugh. I want to have inside jokes. I want to be. I want him to laugh at me because I think I'm kind of funny. Like I want to be. I know. Whatever. You're all right. Whatever. So, I don't know. I don't know. I've been blessed enough. Well, I haven't. Oh, I'm not gonna say that. Okay. Never mind. Well, I mean, but funny can take a lot of different forms. Like you need him to be funny, like slapstick. You need him to be funny, like. <laughs> You know, Slapstick. like, do you need him to be funny as in quick, quick wit? Like wit? You know, like, do you need him to be funny as in stand-up? Like, do you, what do you... It depends because that could take a lot of different way. That could take a lot of different forms. You're right, but my definition of funny make me laugh. Like, I have a weird sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So I like, like, and I feel like a young millennial when I say this. I'm not. But, um, like, I have meme humor. Like, that's my type of humor. I like to laugh at silly things. Um, I don't like sarcasm, really. Um, I just like to have fun. And I like to, but I also like a smart man, too. But anyway, okay, moving forward. So, I'm sorry, y'all. So, you like someone who is smart, someone who's attractive. That's your type. Someone who's smart and attractive. Someone who I find visually appealing. Which means what? Since you don't, so are you saying you don't have a physical type? Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. Okay. I don't have a physical type. Like I've dated. That's understandable. I've dated and I've found all types of women, all colors, all sizes, all races, what have you. I've found them all attractive because for whatever reason I may find them attractive. I understand that. And I feel like the older that I've gotten, I don't have a physical type either. Because it, it just. It sounds kind of juvenile if you're like in a box. Yeah. Like I'm not in a. You're I feel like you get yourself. older. You're limiting yourself. Um. 
so I, I totally get that. I was giving you a hard time about just the general not type, not having a type. So your green flag. So attractive. Attractive. Smart. Baseline. Baseline is. And this is first date. First date. So how can you tell someone is smart from the first date? Is it her articulation? I don't know if, is I don't, it her? What is it? Can tell if she's smart from the first date. In all fairness. Okay. So this is first date though, be like date. for your first date green flag. I can measure what I believe to be a Oh, I cannot phrase that. I can measure it to be I can measure a certain level of intelligence based on how you maintain conversation, what mm-hmm. you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, word choice, um, things of that nature. Like I mm-hmm. can measure and see, okay, you at least are here with me. <laughs> you can follow along. I can follow along with you, you know? Okay, so are, are there any other green flags? First date, you guys. So don't, like, think down the line, like, first date. Green flags. Woo. Attractive. Good. So essentially a good conversationalist good conversation is indicative list. of, like, intelligence. Right, to some degree. Okay, um, all right. Sports. Okay. If she uh, if she likes, not just likes, like, oh, yeah, I watch basketball, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. my dad watch football, and I watch it with him. <laughs> I'm a lot of men's worst nightmares. I hate sports. I like the Olympics, but I hate football. I'm not hearing you say I this. I hate it. Again. I've said that before on the pod. I, I don't know, like it. And I don't respect that. It's stressful. Um, <clears throat> other than that, I would say... My other green flag, like you can usually always win with me. This is good, right? I like it. I'm excited about this topic. My other green flag is uh, shooting pool. (laughs) Okay. Which is not a common. So so wait. So someone could play pool, or someone someone is open to play pool. If someone can play pool, not like oh I'll shoot, I'll just like shoot. No, if you're actually good at pool, if you're good at pool, so interesting. It tells me up because pool and chess. Are are a game that you can tell a lot about a person. Wait a minute, B. Ooh, I'm giving nuggets. So wait, B. Like they're not one and the same. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're, but they're they're, they're not the- one and the same. But they play somewhat similar as it's, it's very different from like a like basketball or what have you. Be, or or you don't need the agility like, like you would. You need. don't need the agility, but equally as the gameplay isn't my very first move strike step is is necessarily in an attack mode okay sometimes sometimes your first move is is defense sometimes your first move is offense sometimes you're setting up for your second move sometimes you're setting up to see how your how your opponent moves in in response to your most recent move so i need to watch and see that or do you get excited I can't get a game. I can't get too get, much get of a game. game away. No, get I can't, away. Get a game away. can't get a game away. So B, so wait a minute. Um Okay. I'm processing. Th- one of the <clears throat> my um you, you guys you I mean let me get man, you some tea this is thirty two degrees, man. I'm trying to say. So wait, so while you sip, I okay. All right, so those are your green flags on it. So, uh, so essentially on a first date, would you take someone to play pool or oh, to That's too much. No. Now, now I, well, I wouldn't take somebody on the first date to play pool. Okay. Unless we've had maybe previous conversation. Okay. And they mentioned, like, yeah, I shoot, you know. Like, do you shoot, shoot, or you just you shoot around? Like, no, I shoot. Okay. Green flags. Okay. So now that you're thinking, I don't know. I, I, I feel like my green flags are a little more traditional, but I appreciate that yours were, like, a little different. That's interesting. I would have never thought you would have said pool. That's so interesting. You know why? Because like, alright, to hear a woman say you know, um I have my masters. I this. It's like right everyone the, has their masters. It's, it's a resume. You, when you give me resume pieces, for me personally, because I mean maybe it's just the fact that the, the selection pool that I've, that I've pulled from or dated or women I found attractive I mean, their resumes are always impeccable. But know? that's default. That's a default characteristic kind of, exactly. that you're going to run across. So, so what like, else do you have you, aside from... Who are you outside of your resume? And that is where sometimes you find that there is some lack in the house. So people really like... Okay, never mind. I was going to say, so people really like act like it's a job interview on dates. That's terrible. Uh, some that's people, not good. Some people act like it's a job interview, but... I guess when I look at it, and I, I always say resume because it's like, you know, when you talk to people, 
You, they all, they ask you resume questions, you know. So, what do you do? Where are you from? How long have you been here? How long have you been on your job? What do you like? What do you see yourself in five years? Like, does that bother you when when women ask annoying. you what you do? No, not when I, not when they ask what okay. I do. Um, I think that my green flags. Um, now that I'm just kind of thinking about it, I need someone to hold a conversation. Okay. I talk a lot. I'm a huge communicator, and I'm intense. Like, with, like, how I express myself, what I want to talk about. It can be intense to someone who doesn't like to communicate or feels uncomfortable. So that I cannot and will not. I just can't. I cannot date someone who doesn't communicate well. Mm -hmm. I just cannot do it. So that would be a green flag. Um, someone who doesn't take themselves too seriously, someone who's kind of, and my friends always tease me and say that I don't need someone as like lively. Like I probably need someone who's like a little more laid back, but still, but I still would, uh, but still I would really appreciate someone who's outgoing. It may not look like my outgoing, but outgoing in the sense of like, you're going to be okay. Like maybe working a room, like, or you're going to be okay. You know, if I'm out or we're out together and I'm, I run into people I know and you're okay and you're, you're doing all right on your own, you know, mm-hmm. would I be able to tell that from a first date? Maybe through his personality. So you have to have some type of like personality. <laughs> that seems so basic. You have to have a personality. Um, because I've, yeah, oh, I need that. Um, another green flag would be, those are my two mains really like on a first date. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's not bad. So you guys think, let us know what your green flags are. I'm trying to think. I know I'm forgetting something. Mm -hmm. What are your green flags? We're going to post that. What are your green flags? That is a good post. Give, what are your, what are your top three green flags? We're going to make it easy for y'all. Top three. What are your top three green flags? That's a good one. Oh, I didn't do a third one. Hmm. Okay, can I be shallow? I'm going to have a shallow moment. Um, not a deal breaker, guys. Like, just because you don't have it and I don't see it, and it's, it doesn't mean it's a deal breaker. But a green flag for me would also be someone who's, like, dressed really well. Like, I appreciate style. I See, that? I don't think that's shallow. Because I feel like your style is doesn't have to be correlated with how much money you have or no no oh my god some no pe- but some people oh you know, no we that's know, terrible we know people I know. like that you're right we so, do and that's just, that doesn't like, make sense to me your style really can be shown in so many different ways but if you think about it you well this is just my 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 interpretation but style is how you express yourself mm-hmm. and to me it also overlaps into like if you're like, you know, you're neat, you're like, it just overlaps into a lot of different things. Like you took the time out to think. And I dated someone who was not stylish, but he, it, it wasn't indicative of his, like, of his um, cleanliness at all. But I dated someone who was, who was not stylish and it just was like, like he didn't iron. He, and that just kind of overlapped with some other issues. And I'm like, oh my God, that was a huge. Iron. I know so, a lot of women that don't iron. I actually, you know what I did too, actually. But like, they don't ever look messy or dirty, though. They don't ever look dirty. They never look messy. But I remember being, like, I at iron. a woman's house, like, you know, pulling myself out, like, hey, can I get the iron so I can hit this real quick? Mm. Oh, I don't have an iron. See, I, you know, I actually know, this is so funny, and these are, like, my, these are, like, some of my best friends. You don't, you actually don't know them. I'm not just saying that are to cover sure? their butts. I promise you don't. Okay. You haven't met them. I promise, promise. I'm going to talk about y'all <laughs> wrinkled, wrinkled asses. I'm going to talk about you. Um, okay. now we have to put it explicit. Thanks, B. Now we have to put it explicit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm teasing. No, I'm teasing. And so, uh, but no, but it's so funny because two of my very close childhood best friends don't iron, but they never look sloppy though. They really truly don't. As long as you don't look sloppy, it's good. Right, which is not surprising, but um, I did have someone who didn't iron. Don't y'all hate that? When you like, this is going to sound very insensitive and like I'm objectifying, but don't you hate it when you upgrade somebody? Ooh, come on now. I don't like that. And then you're not together anymore. You're like, that's me. That's my problem. That's my essence on you. I want it back. That's because you're supposed to write a contract out with royalties. I need to. I want it back. I want it back. At least get your 10%. Mm -mm. So I always feel like I have an echo when I like sip and I'm talking. I feel like I... But anyway, so what are your green flags? I think we're done. Yeah, I want to hear about his green flags. We need three. 
Yeah, we need three. So um, think about that. And I think that's it. That was fun. This is a fun one. I missed this. Yeah. I missed this. So, yeah, I think that's it. Check out our pages. Don't forget the the excerpt. Until the next time. Until um, the next time. On uh, (laughs) 107.2. We should do our birthdays. Even though B's, like, younger than me. Even though I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest. I'm actually, I'm younger than Liv, too, right? Yes. Well, you're just from high school. Do you mind sharing on air? You don't have to. You don't, don't have mind. to. No, I don't mind. Okay. Uh, 2004. Out the door in 2004. That is so corny. I'm it just ashamed. So I was embarrassed that I wore that on the sweatshirt. You? Oh, that was actually y'all's slogan? It really was. Man. So I came out in 2000. I don't want to say it. I just said mine. Listen, so I gotta say this, B. I gotta share uh, it out. Why do we have the big preface for yours? I literally just like said mine like I'm that. afraid, like, I don't want identity theft. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, fine. So I came out in 2001. Actually, you guys probably won't know my age. Because I'm, I'm, you just, it's hard, like, it's gonna be like a range of like two years. You are so dramatic. I am actually. You know, people have been telling me that my whole life. I do know that. My whole life. And I think I am dramatic. Yeah, you are. Um, but. So I'm the youngest. You are the youngest. Well, Liv is like. The podcast what, oh, crew. Liv is like 02, oh, 03. Oh, yes, you're right. She's 02. Oh, I figured that. I hope Liv doesn't mind that. I don't think she oh, does. 02. We've said it on air, like our ages. Um, so we love y'all. Thank you for the support. Uh, I mean. I think, like, creative to creative, it's hard sometimes, and you just don't necessarily see, like, any, like, hedgeway, but we are, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for you, B, because I think that we kind of hold each other accountable. I am grateful for you as well. And we have to keep doing that. Like, and I I think that um, we have a good thing here. And I'm excited about what the future holds. B's excerpt will be on our page and our yes, site. Yes, please. Very shortly. I'm giving you guys, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm giving special access to mm-hmm. this piece. Something I haven't done before, so this is to be stepping out the box. So please, mm-hmm. you know, view it. Check it on the, um, the blog, Muffy Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. Um, check it on the Instagram page. You know, please, like, you know, let me know. Repost it if you want. Definitely you know, repost. Forward it to people you think. Let me know your thoughts. And, um... Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys, and subscribe, and we'll see you later. Bye, guys.